Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to this recap edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. We are going to be recapping Texas Tech's uh, victory over Baylor last night. Um, this is honestly going to be a pretty short recap show because, I mean, Tech whipped them. I mean, <laughs> there's no, there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Tech whipped them, and that is as that is the best I have seen Texas Tech play all season. Um, you know, Joey McGuire talks a lot about complimentary complimentary football. That is what complimentary football looks like. Um, you started off strong. Um, you, you did have some hiccups, and we'll talk about those in a minute. But started off strong. Uh, defense just played lights out pretty much the entire game. And I mean, you come away with a uh, a big win. Um, ESPN, of course, says, oh, first win in, in Waco since 2007. They don't <laughs> – so it makes it sound like, oh, you know, Tech, Tech can't win in Waco. They left out the fact that for 10 years you didn't play in Waco or Lubbock. So that was kind of funny. Um, also, did Baylor lose a bet? Because, oh, my, those uniforms that Baylor wore. Why? You have really good – you have some really good unis, Baylor. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago, I think it was the first time Tech played at uh, McLean Stadium. They had the little Sailor Bear uh, helmet. Go with that look. I mean, why – you know, and, and Tech looks good. Tech had the, had the red pants on the road, which is – that's I love the red pants on the road. I'm all about that. Um, but, yeah, Baylor <laughs> – did you lose a bet? I mean, was this part of the settlement with Art Bryles? You had to wear that that costume. <laughs> anyway, um, you know what? What can you say about Taj Brooks? He, he is just—he's on fire. He's been on fire these last uh, several games, and you know I'm firmly convinced if you had involved him more in your three losses, you would not be a three and three. Um, there, I think you would have won at least one, if not two games if not three I mean he is just he is just he finds ways to gain yards every single time I mean there's multiple times he's running straight into tackles and he's carrying them for three four yard gain I mean it's 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 amazing to watch and you really exploited the heck out of Baylor's lack of a run defense last night and it was awesome to watch it was also awesome to watch again. You get the tight end involved. Uh, this time, Baylor Cup, which, yeah, Baylor scored on Baylor. I've been waiting to say that all day. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, the offense was clicking, I think, as best as they've clicked all year long. Um, and I got to say this. You, you tone down the tempo, 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 and I think your offense worked 100% better. And so I'm hoping I don't want to I don't want to go back to the tempo tempo tempo. I you know the st- the statistic of oh you've run the most offensive plays of any team in the country that to me that is a that's not that important of a stat. I would rather you have sustained drives where you're moving the chains where you're keeping, you know, I, I disagree with Mike Leach on this. I, I know Mike Leach was famous uh, about saying he didn't think the time of possession uh, statistic was that important. I disagree with that. I, I would rather be a team that you're, you're churning out 
these long drives and you're just you're wearing that defense down and you can do that when you've got a, a player like Tosh Brooks and really Cameron Valdez as well you know he, he he had a few good runs but I mean it was it was hard not to hand the ball off to Tosh Brooks um all night long because it the only time Tosh Brooks was stopped was when he fumbled it himself and then came back and you know just ran a few more you know yards and got a couple more touchdowns and um it, it, that's hard to involve another running back when 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 Tosh is doing that. So I, I hope I hope we can turn away from this tempo 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 thing because I don't think the offense works very well when you do that. Um, the way that the, the offense ran last night, I mean, that's near perfection. Um, you had, I mean, you did have a couple turnovers. You had the Tosh fumble, um, the Baron Morton interception after you had stopped. If you'd stopped them on uh, fourth down, that kind of that was that could have been a turning point where you could could where Baylor could have gotten back into the game. Defense came up uh, big for you, and let's talk about the defense. Wow, um, what a night! I think the final total was like seven sacks. Yeah, they were all over Chapin all night long. Um, Baylor, I think, had 17 total rushing yards for the night. Insane. Um, they did give up a couple big plays. Now, a couple of those big plays, that's just, honestly, it, it felt like, oh, that's a nice lucky pass. Yeah, that stunk. Yeah, that stung. But then, I mean, your offense comes back, has some sustained drives, and that's what you got to do because it you're not going to, in college football today, you're very rarely going to shut a team out. I mean, I think Texas Tech, the last time they did it, might have been against Lamar in 2018. That was an FCS school. Um, an FBS school, I don't know. I, I don't know the last time they would have done it. I do remember, I think it was 2001, they did it to A&M. Um, but, I, you know, it, that's not going to happen. So, you're, I mean, the other team's going to score. The, the important part is, can the offense – you know, respond back. And the offense did that last night. And I think that was the key uh, to the, to winning. And um, yeah, you, you were also helped by Dave Aranda, Dave Aranda's boneheaded uh, play calling. Um, I think every single fourth down they went for, they, I mean, maybe they had, I think they had that one, that 71 yard yarder that, that went through, but the rest, I mean, they just, they failed every single time. And you're like, Oh my gosh, you know, if you're a Baylor fan, um, you know, the analytics stuff, it backfired on them last night. And you got to credit Joey McGuire, too, because Joey McGuire utilized um, Tex punter. And I'm having a brain fart right now about oh, Austin McNamara. Austin McNamara, um, he utilized him pretty perfectly because you really were able to play the field position game last night. And, you know, the average starting position for Baylor was their own 20. And I think the average starting position for Tech was was their own 40. I mean, that that's an old Bill Parcells uh, strategy, you know, the, play the game of field position. And, and you know, the, Joey played it perfectly last night by utilizing McNamara instead of going for those fourth downs. And, you know, there, there's been all this talk about the analytics and, you know, not going forward and forth. I, I, think, I think you have to have a little bit of both 50-50 where, you know, you do want to examine the analytics and not always punt it 
um, when it's fourth down automatically. I, I'm I'm good with a lot of going for it on fourth down. You know, the one that they they end up ended up not getting, which I think they got. I think they were given a pretty poor. Well, they were given the first down, and then we had to go to the dumb instant replay. And you just, based on what I saw on the replays, you could not tell with enough evidence to overturn what the officials initially called. And so to me, if they initially called a first down, there wasn't evidence to overturn it. Um, I was okay with that for going for that fourth down, you know, unfortunately it just didn't, it didn't work out, but, um, you know, I, I really think credit Joey McGuire last night that, that, you know, he did utilize the, uh, McNamara and which he should McNamara is a really good wet weapon. He may be one of the best, one of the best, if not the best punter in the country. And he was able to flip the field multiple times, uh, for Texas tech. But in bottom line, you get you get a road win, and that was that was huge. Um, you know, you you've only got this is only your second road win uh, in the Joey McGuire era. Um, more impressive than the Iowa State game last year, but um, you get yourself now to three and three, and there's some hope. Um, there's some hope that some of the goals that you know that was much discussed in the off season uh, regarding could this Texas Tech team take the next step. Uh, potentially be one of those contenders for the Big 12 championship. Those are still there. You're you're now two and one in conference play, and you know you look at you look at the schedule coming up. Um, you know Kansas. We'll talk about Kansas State in a minute, but you know there there's some hope. There's definitely some hope. Um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have to go on the road and 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 beat some really good teams to break through that ceiling, but. You know, I, I think this team took an extremely positive step. And, you know, Baylor has made you pay over the last decade uh, for for the the few, just the horrible football program that Tech's been. And you kind of got a payback last, uh, last night with them. And, you know, hopefully you just got to continue getting better. And hopefully that offensive game plan, game plan sticks. Um, tempo, tempo, tempo needs to go away. Utilize, utilize Tosh Brooks until, until another team stops him. And once they stop him, you've got Cameron Valdez, you got Nehemiah Martinez, you know, run that ball, utilize your tight ends. You know, you, you were without Mason Tharp last night, but Baylor cup played a heck of a game. You know, I, I thought, you know, your, your wide receivers, you're still having some struggles, but you know, they, they, they made some key catches to keep the chains moving. Um, it's just, everything looks great now, you know, and I know Baylor is not, they're not really a good team, but you made them look bad. You made Houston look bad. Who's not a really good team. And that, that's hopeful. And, and so now you move on. Um, you got Kansas state next week and Kansas state, boy, they, they really, um, I was shocked by that result on Friday night against Oklahoma state. Um, Cause I don't think Oklahoma state's a very good team, but you know, Kansas State just—it was almost like they did a no-show in Stillwater. Um, that was a struggle to watch, and it gives you hope as a Texas Tech fan that you know you get them. It's going to be a night game in Lubbock. It's homecoming. The formula's there, but you, Kansas State to me is is always a big test with Texas Tech because you know you've had two coaches basically fired for losing to Kansas State um you know Matt Wells going back to 2021 the way they lost there Cliff Kingsbury the last year in 2018 
the way they lost to Kansas State. Now, I'm not saying if Joey McGuire loses to Kansas State this week, he's going to get fired. No, but I do think this is a really good test to see, are you going to be able to break through that ceiling and take that next step and get yourself, maybe maybe even get yourself to to maybe an 8-9 eight, eight, win uh, regular season. I think that's still on the table. It won't be on the table if you don't beat Kansas State. I think you have to take care. You're going to have to take care of your business at home. You've got three more home games left. I think all three are very winnable. Um, all three of those teams looked pretty terrible this weekend. Uh, TCU looked awful against Iowa State. UCF got they got boat raced by Kansas. And I don't know if that is more about Kansas or more about UCF. But UCF, I'm completely have been wrong on them as far as their ability to come in and, and, and kind of be that dark horse to have some success in the big 12. Cause that's not looking like that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you've got, you've got eminently winnable games at home. You've got, I think some very interesting road tests with, uh, BYU, BYU, I think is a very good team. Hopefully, one of the newcomers wins next week, so the that you don't have that mon- potential monkey on your back uh, going into Provo because I I still view that as a bit of a trap game. Kansas, it ain't gonna be your normal trip to play Kansas in football. They look, I mean, they may be, they may could be contending to go to the Big Twelve championship game depending on how how things fall. Um, with, you know, certainly Texas and Oklahoma, but, um, boy, they, they looked really, they've looked really good, um, at home in Lawrence, you know, I know they had that loss to Texas, but, you know, Jalen Daniels didn't play, you know, that would be interesting to see if they end up playing again, but, um, and then, you know, obviously going to Austin, that's always tough for Texas or for Texas Tech. So, um, but there is a lot of, goals that you wanted to achieve this year that are still in front of you. And that that feels good saying here on October 8th after you just had such a such a bad start to the year losing to Wyoming, which, by the way, Wyoming, another win against a top 25 opponent last night at Fresno State. So that looks to be less and – I, and I said it when they lost – I don't think that was a horrible loss. I think Wyoming is a pretty strong team. Um, West Virginia, we don't know how good they are, um, but they they seem to be on, on a bit of a roll. And then, you know, certainly Oregon. Oregon's got a chance to contend for a playoff berth, depending on how things bear out. So, you know, if you're Texas Tech, there's a lot, there's a lot of goals that you can still achieve. Um, I think the Big 12, as proven this weekend, um, I think it's I think it's from top to bottom, it's an extremely competitive conference. Um, I'm not you know Oklahoma beat Texas yesterday, which that was really fun. Um, you know, see them lose, but you know I'm not convinced. If you played that Red River shootout game a hundred times, I think it'd be fifty fifty. Um, I just I think everybody I think those two teams are extremely even, and I think beyond that, I think the rest of the conference is ex- extremely even with each other. I think you've got your really, really bad teams in Houston and Baylor, certainly. Um, But the fact that Oklahoma State turned around and beat Kansas State this week, 
Iowa State's reeled off uh, two wins in, in conference play, which I didn't think was going to be possible. Um, West Virginia seems to look um, a lot stronger. Um, you know, you may end up your worst teams in the Big 12, maybe the newcomers. Um, you know, BYU obviously has a win in conference play over another newcomer, but, um, you know, beyond that, your your original your original 10 teams – have have been extremely competitive with each other and I think certainly right now at this point Oklahoma their pathway is pretty easy to get to Arlington and be in that Big 12 championship game I um I don't I don't just based on their schedule I don't see them being challenged Texas um you know they they they're going to have to buck up and 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 you know take care of business against teams I would love for that that November 24th game Texas Tech and Texas and Austin, you know, a lot of people, and I think I even predicted this, uh, you know, in my preseason predictions said, well, that could be like for a big 12 uh, berth championship berth on the line. That's still a possibility. You know, you know Texas, now both teams got to take care of your business. And, you know, obviously I think a little, a little bit of a taller task for Texas Tech because you haven't proven that you can take care of your business yet to get to that point. But, um, you know, I think bottom line after this game a lot of hope if you're a Texas Tech fan. There is this this team can this team can get it done. This team is is um they're they they are much better than I think everybody thought a month ago when they started off zero and two and then you know one and three. Um, but you know I I think the formula is very clear. Defense continue doing what you're doing. Um, offense utilize that running game. Don't do tempo, 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 and I think you're going to be fine, and I think you're going to win a lot more games. You know, you're three and three. You're halfway through the year. I think most people wouldn't be very happy to be three and three because I, th- you know, obviously I think people thought you know the Wyoming West Virginia would be pretty easy wins. Didn't happen, but I mean, you now have the opportunity. You know, every everything in front of you as far as Big Twelve is concerned, you can still achieve it, and. Um, Again, I think it's going to be an interesting test to see. Can you break through that ceiling? Um, you beat Kansas State, which has been a team you've struggled with. You've only beaten Kansas State in the in the last decade. You've only beaten Kansas State once, uh, going back to 2015. Um, they've had your number. Um, and so that I think scoring a big win over them at home would be huge. And you know, then you get an opportunity to go again, prove yourself on the road. In Provo, but um, there's a lot, lot of, lot of great stuff left to achieve if you're a Texas Tech football team. So we'll see what happens. Um, I will record on Friday the thirteenth. Ooh, scary! <laughs> um, I'll do my regular um, recording Friday the thirteenth. We'll get into the rest of, of things that uh, went on. Um, you know, by the way, congratulations Tech soccer, another victory. You're number one in the Big Twelve as. Right now, so that's awesome. Chiefs, good win today. We didn't have to hear that stupid Viking horn as much. Um, and then tonight, we'll see what happens. Big game. Please, Cowboys, don't lose to the 49ers again. I'm begging you. Um, but I will do my normal recording on Friday the 13th. Ooh, scary. I'm going to say it again. I'm a broken record. Um, and then we'll do a Tech Kansas State recap next Sunday. Um, we might do that one a little bit early next Sunday because... 
Chiefs Cowboys both Chiefs play this Thursday against the Broncos, which easy win should be uh, based on the way the Broncos have been playing. And the Cowboys will play next Monday night um, for Monday Night Football. So hope everybody has a great week, and I will see you next week for the Chris Carpenter Show.